NFR Extra follows all your favorite cowboys, interviews legends of rodeo, and talks to the best of country music. Follow Nevada Caldwell, Ryland Bentley, and Steve Godert every week as they delve deep into the stories behind the road to gold in Vegas at the National Finals Rodeo. It's revealing, comedic, and sometimes emotional. Find it on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. NFR Extra. All dirt, all rodeo, all year. My Vegas story is is pretty crazy because I came out here with Roy Cooper for the first time in 1995. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And to see, we stayed at the Treasure Island, and nice. to see just the Vegas, oh my gosh, the, the people that were just at the Treasure Island mm-hmm. back then, Bill McBeth, Scott Sabella, Trevor Shear, all of them right now. have nice. been everywhere since yep. then. True. So I... I mean, in a way, I feel like I kickstarted their career. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah you, you but I mean, salary. it's amazing the people that we've got to meet. I mean, those guys have been president of LVE, yeah. president of Bellagio, president of MGM. I mean, you you name it, those sure. guys have done it. And yeah. it was just awesome to be able to be with like Roy back then. Oh, my to, gosh. Mm. Just to meet some of the people that would be so influential in Vegas. You can't expect i don't care how good it's been for how long it's been that good it doesn't just happen and uh like say i get i come out here at the mgm i stay busy you know i've stayed at, i guess been at the mgm for almost i would say the last eight years yep. and so i know every nook and cranny over there and it's not just because it's got the best after party at the gold buckle zone or just because the right. I, lo- I love the food there but it's it's where i like to be i can't i can't wait to get out here Here's another NFR throwback when Rock and Robbie Hodges and I hung out with 26-time world champ Trevor Brazil in 2019. Trevor shared what he had been up to since retiring from rodeo competition, the challenges of winning his first and last gold buckle, and what it's like being a part of a family with lots of gold buckles. Enjoy our conversation with Trevor Brazil. The Yeti Junior World Final. He is back in Vegas. From December 2nd through 11th, the next generation of rodeo stars will compete at the Cowboy Channel Cowboy Christmas. Held daily inside the Wrangler Rodeo Arena. Visit nfrexperience.com for details. Hi, this is Jim Dewey Brown, General Manager of Prescott Frontier Days, joining you on NFR Extra. Trevor Brazil is no doubt the GOAT and has rewritten the record books. He holds every major record in the PRCA. These include most money won in career earnings in $6 million, most all-around world championships with 13, most overall world championships with 26, and the only cowboy to qualify for the National Final Rodeo in four events. He is a living legend in rodeo, which is why he is the king of cowboys. Trevor Brazil. Welcome to the show, Trevor. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, Trev. How are you, man? I'm good. Yeah. How's retirement? That's awesome. Is it? <laughs> it doesn't feel like retirement during uh, Vegas. But, exactly. Uh, but they keep me pretty busy out here. I just don't have to shake my face at night. Yeah, that's right. Well, okay. So we started this off by saying 25-time world champ. So last year, I remember, you 
There were some things that happened. You retired right at the beginning of the NFR. Mm-hmm. And then you went and decided to go win the all-around. Okay? Yeah. And you had 24. So we said you retired. Yeah. So, but then I started this thing by saying 25. What did you just get that out of that this past, uh, I don't know, month or so? Well, I won the world championship and steer open. But I got a disclaimer in there. It was semi-retirement, number one. <laughs> and I did reduce my schedule by about 75%. So just focusing on one event, going to about 25 events this year was such a <laughs> welcome schedule for me. And to be able to uh, still see the guys that I wouldn't have got to seen that I – Shoot, I've lived my life out here on the road. So being able to be around those guys still at rodeos like Cheyenne and Pendleton, those bigger rodeos, so I get to see everybody and still can keep my competitive juices flowing. So we'll, it, it was a it an awesome year, but I don't know. I'll probably scale back even more next year. So what are you going to do, accidentally go to 25 and make the NFR in an event? Is that <laughs> no, okay. no, no. This, that, that was what if you my, do? My main <laughs> goodbye, my main goodbye – last year was to the national finals rodeo and the fans here because uh, that was my last time that I was ever going to try to be right here in Vegas. But yeah. Okay. But you just said you scaled back 75%. You hear that contestants out there, like he pulled back 75% and still here you are. You know what I mean? You're you're still at a level. I paid attention to standings all year long. Mm -hmm. You were there. At seventy five percent less. <laughs> That's all. I, and we won't right. beat that up too much. But man, you're consistent. And I, you know, the thing that comes to my mind, being here in Vegas, you know, one of our kind of our legends that we have quite a few guys. We have Andre Agassi that has grown up in this community. But there's another guy that nobody really talks about, and he's very similar to demeanor. You guys just have this kind of this cool demeanor. Your consistency puts you in the the the, the top tier of your your peers. And his name is Greg Maddox. You know, so oh yeah. yeah. When you hear him. This, yeah, so I, I very Greg similar. Matt? Yeah, yeah, and I've met Greg and I met Go Trevor. Braves. They're very similar. You meet these guys and they have a cool demeanor to you, but you just cons- the things that you do on a consistent basis are so amazing on the level of that no one else can match. And you're not. It's not. I don't know. I just I, I I'm blown away by what you do, Trevor. Well, I appreciate that, but it's a little overwhelming for me to walk in here. I've never been hosted by anyone that had gold microphones i feel like y'all <laughs> stepped stepped a level up a notch Bought, too. not earned <laughs> uh, this is this is an award-winning podcast so we yes. might as well have well, gold uh, see, microphones to be honest with you yesterday when we were doing a couple other guys we just used the silver ones but when you came in today well, i appreciate thought, that. in honor of you we get the gold ones out <laughs> so anyway how is it being home with the kids and stuff i mean are you i tell you it's a it's a completely different change but for the better part of the day, I do what I've always done. My passion is horses, roping. Once I drop the kids off at school and get done being a dad for a second yeah. while they're at school, I'm roping, riding horses, training horses, uh, doing some private lessons, whatever whatever needs to be done till it's time to pick them up. So I still get a lot of time to not not necessarily – you know, rodeo or anything, but still that my passion was being a cowboy and I still get to be a cowboy every day. So that's all that matters. That's great. I bet it is. So you pull up there in old Dooley and drop the kids. See you today, dad. And you won't be flying out anywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been, I've been threatening to get an old Lincoln town car because I love them and I I just want to get one restored and that, that's going to be my run around. You're going to have so much fun. So (laughs) you came here, I think what, 98? Is that when you... 98 was my okay. first time. So what I remember, I'm just kind of throwing these things out there, and we'll kind of like, I guess, start from there and go forward. But 
there's a picture we have, and today's retro day at the NFR tonight, right? <laughs> Perfect. And there is a picture that we have of you, and I think it's like red, white, and blue, and it's striped, and it looks like it's like 80s, but it's retro. I forget, like the 90s are a long time ago. Retro now. days anywhere yeah. scare me, especially <laughs> in FR archives. Oh, my gosh. You can get some horses running across the shirt and some flames if you're not real careful. I know. The reason why I bring that up is here you are. We just rattled off a lot of accolades that you've had, but we'll go back to that time. What was the young Trevor thinking? Like, I want, I mean, were you setting the goal to say, I want 20, I want five, I want one? What were you kind of, what was the concept of where you were as a young guy and where you're at now? In 1998, yeah, I was thinking, I just want to be back. I yep. mean, this was awesome. I mean, I was here as a healer my first time. Yep. I also was in the tie down rope in that whole year and did not make it. And so, I mean, obviously, I wanted to be back. You know, you got to set those small goals first if i'm here in two events it's going to obviously help me get closer to my ultimate goal which was to try to win an all-around world championship and once you did that and this is uh, we're going to bring up some joe beaver type stuff and tough right. eaterman what they were talking about this is that joe was saying that once you, you win the first one everybody has that opportunity to win that first one but after you win the first one and you clearly have done this multiple times what, who, where does the pressure come, or is there pressure, or is there a level that you put yourself on or others to win the second, the third, and then obviously for you to go up into the 20s, basically? Well, there's a misconception that once you win a world championship or once you've arrived at your first goal, the second goal's easier. I had more pressure on me my final year here than I did any other. It, it, it nice. constantly builds because every title you win, every accolade you get – People have that in mind when they're buying a ticket or yep. they're coming to see this. And I, it doesn't matter where you're at, but it's at the NFR, it's times a thousand. Yep. But it doesn't matter. You could be in small rodeo USA and hit one in the butt in the roping and then come out to the trailer and be like, dang, mm -hmm. we drove all the way from the neighboring community two and a half hours from here to see you. We hoped you did better than that. And I was like, man. Yeah, Even kinda, when you think it doesn't matter, people people are watching, and and so that that pressure never leaves; it just magnifies. So okay, so now that's that actually brings up this next piece that makes a lot more sense. So here you are closing that out, but then you go and set a time record. I mean, that is on the on the way out the door. You're like, I'm going to do this in six and a half, six and a half seconds. How did you feel if you did that? Was that, that a bigger accomplishment than like kind of that consistency of you done? It, it was because I was known you know, for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, my attribute, if you, physically would have never been the strength and some of the stuff that Joe Beaver and Fred Whitfield and Cody Ole had, but it was speed. But in the business that I was in, uh, the uh, consistency is what paid the bills, won the championships. And so being able to kind of be in the record books for something other than that, yeah, it did. It meant a lot to me because I watched the record that I tied, and I remember how cool it was being able to see that. So, so all right. But at this point, where you're at now, when you retired last year, I mean, and now you've been going to rodeos, and I, we saw the other night. So we 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 saw Trevor Charlie Daniels, and he was Hell smiling. Yeah. You know, this is NFR retirement, right? How is it going to these rodeos? Because there's some sweet rodeos out there. How do you how do you are you enjoying it a little bit more to where you're not kind of just coming in there super focused to compete and just kind of look like now you're kind of stepping back. Wow. This is, I mean, like, well, I mean, last year when I left here, yeah, I was qualified 
for all those sweet rodeos you're talking about. <laughs> this year, I'm not. So yeah. there's it's up in the air if I'll be at any rodeo. Yeah. You know, a few of the big rodeos like Calgary and Houston have right. invitations. Yeah. Hello, Calgary and Houston, if you're listening, come <laughs> yeah. in. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, so that's really all my only – way in without getting on the hamster wheel again you know and and going so um but i'm that pressure that i'm talking about yeah watching the nfr out here that blanket has just lifted i mean yeah i love it but i love it i loved them both but i love this in a new capacity to where i can enjoy talk to my wife yeah you know do you know interact with the fans that have been so awesome to me this whole time. Yeah, that's that's good. I'm I'm glad you're getting to enjoy that. I, I sat there the other night after you know I went there in the barrel and I was like I I used to say, well I feel like I done it's because I'm I'm sitting here and I should be down there or something. Mm-hmm. Man, it's pretty comfortable, isn't it? It you really is. And you get mm-hmm. to watch a great rodeo too. Yeah. You never got to watch the NFR. Have you? I mean, uh, ninety ninety seven was the last time that I just came out here to watch <laughs> and the sat NFR and watch. Yeah. It's a pretty doggone good it's, rodeo. It's an awesome rodeo, and that's what that's what I said. I mean, this is enjoyable from a fan. I don't care what skill level you're at. I mean, if you don't appreciate the NFR, yeah, I don't know what's yeah. wrong with you. Never count out Trevor Brazil. That's a lesson learned long ago by every cowboy brave enough to go toe-to-toe with the king of the cowboys. Brazil announced his retirement from full-time rodeo just prior to the 2018 Wrangler NFR. When the lights went out on round 10 last year, he finished a script that was Hollywood-worthy, needing a win in the final round in tie-down roping to outduel his biggest rival, Tough Cooper, for the 2018 All-Around World Title. Says, you know what, Tuff? If you're going to beat me, you're going to have to come do it, buddy. The winningest cowboy of all time rode out of Thomas and Mack with a 24th gold buckle, his 14th world champion all around title. No one owns more records than Trevor Brazil, starting with his gold standard of 54 total national finals qualifications. Professional rodeo's only $6 million man, 73 NFR go around wins, 14 all around world titles and he's won nearly $3 million just at the National Finals Rodeo. To add to his incredible NFR legacy, Brazil is qualified in tie-down roping, he's qualified in team roping as a header and a healer, throw-in steer roping, and he's qualified for the National Finals in four different events and won world titles in four different categories. Even though Brazil is semi-retired, he recently won his 25th World Championship showing the world and his peers that he still got it at the National Finals Steer Roping. However, at this year's Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, the King of the Cowboys will just be a spectator. This is this is an emotional night for me because this is the last, last night I'm gonna be standing right here. But I'm gonna be sitting where you guys are because of who's around me right now, the future of this sport is so bright. Pro Rodeo's in a good spot. I'm going out in an unbelievable spot. I love you. Everything I've got has been through rodeo. Thank you. Trevor Brazil. You are listening to NFR Extra with our guest, 26-time PRCA world champ, Trevor Brazil. Let's take a quick break.
Welcome to NFR 360, where the NFR experience comes to life. This portal transports you to an immersive visual experience, encapsulating the stories and history of the NFR experience. NFR 360 is a collection of newly produced and historical digital content filled with stories about current and legendary contestants, the inside scoop on all the elements of how you experience the National Finals Rodeo, and inside tips that will improve your experience during the NFR 365 days a year. It's time for the Wrangler NFR and the Cowboy Channel Cowboy Christmas, the ultimate shopping and entertainment experience. Open daily with free admission. Visit nfrexperience.com for details. The Cowboy Channel Cowboy Christmas. It's all here. Hi, this is Patrick Gotch joining you on NFR Extra. Trevor Brazil here on NFR Extra. Do you see yourself maybe getting in TV or being a little bit more kind of giving back in a way that everything that you've earned and learned and like to share all that? I mean, do you, do you maybe plan on doing that? down the road? I don't know. You know, it's just hard because I've never been a big public speaker or every time I see myself on TV, I feel like I have a face for radio or podcast. And every time I hear myself on a podcast, I'm thinking I need to write a book. This sounds terrible, you know? Yep. So oh, it's just hard to get used to. Yeah. I, th- so, I mean, cause if you think of everyone always, and for your consensus, you've won so much. Is there anything along this way that any of these championships, any ones that stick out, was there anyone that like you, that kind of come to mind? Like, I'm just going to, you know, 2005, 2002, 2003, 2010. Was there anyone that sticks out where you like it was the hardest one? I mean, they're all hard, but there's one that like you feel like, man, I had to do everything I had to do to get this. Like there was just a lot more. Yeah, I could sit here and lie to you and tell you how special all of them were, (laughs) but in which they were in their own little Mm -hmm. ways. But my first and last were my two hardest fought championships. Nice. Went through the 10th round. Um, it it was just, it was really cool. Not, maybe not the way I would have wanted to go out personally, mm-hmm. but as far as a storybook ending, yeah, finishing it the same way, having to grind it out the same way you won your first one to the way you finished it. It, it was, it was really special. Uh, what do you think of there's, cause there's a lot of young guys on the circuit right now. There's oh, Caleb man. Schmidt. I mean, obviously tough Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like? Would you want to come into this era right now, like the '98 Trevor Brazil? How would you feel about coming to the competition right now? Oh, I mean, just like everybody else now, I'm a fan from home. I feel like I can I can critique <laughs> yeah. everybody now. No, but I mean, <laughs> no, I, you're ta- the two guys that you're talking about right now. Yeah. They're not young yeah. when you look at this field. No, I mean they they, True, they yeah, are yeah, relatively yeah. speaking. To but us. we've got six <laughs> rookies out here mm-hmm. that are setting the world on fire. You know, this is probably the strongest rookie class that I've seen in professional rodeo since I've been in here. Now, you got guys like Tuff, you know, and there was a couple guys, you know, in his rookie class that were really special. And you could, you you know, pick out a couple guys here and there that were going to eventually make it. Mm -hmm. We've got six guys just in the tight end roping that you don't say are eventually making it because they're here. I mean, that's an easy bet. Yeah, the the entire field of of the bull riders. Yeah. Well, the bull riders – the tie-down ropers, those are two rookie races yeah. that they couldn't even give away at the banquet because they're still Nowhere. fighting it out. I yeah. mean, because that hasn't happened in so long. I mean, in my time, I haven't seen it. I mean, the rookie race the is a, is a yeah. deal, and it's, yep. I just assumed it was over because rookies don't do what these rookies are doing, and it's awesome to see. Yeah, do you remember when the rookies didn't go to the NFR? Yeah. I mean, even. Well, I spoke at the rookie luncheon, and I'm just like, <laughs> you better – 
go home with the same intensity that you started this year with because I'm one of the guys that wasn't good enough to win the overall rookie of the year. Mm. I remember watching Shane Slack be a rookie of the year I was and make the national finals. Mm. And I wasn't that guy. But if you don't if if you don't think that's motivating somebody else. Oh yeah. You know, Absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. You bet. And I so you've obviously created a lot of motivation for your events because of what you've done. Now over the long term of time, you just go through all the records that you've done, but I think of when it's all happened here in Vegas. What what does Vegas mean to you as far as rodeo and kind of the NFR? And I mean, where is that in your heart and your mind and what this thing, this place has become for you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've spent no less than a month of my life mm. every year, yep. you know. So, I mean, that's a lot of time to spend in any town that you don't live in. Yeah. But Vegas is literally my second home. I spend more time here than I do any other place other than my house. And so I can, you know, if stuff gets rocky, I'm sure I can come back and drive an Uber or yeah. a taxi because I know where everything <laughs> no, is. Yeah. Yeah, I know all the back roads. Yep. I've been running speak late. English too. Everywhere. That's help you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So, oh. all right. So knowing that, and we have a lot of events that go on here in town. One of them is the Team Roping World Series. Do you get to go enjoy some of this stuff? That, have you been doing that this past week, going and checking out some yeah. of your, your cronies over there and then just enjoying it? One one of my best partners is Ariat, and mm-hmm. I got to go present a check at the Ariat 12 and a half. That's uh, the hand, uh, you know, the team rope and yeah, am, the right. amateur team rope. The, each one has a has a handicap. One will be a 12 and a half, one will be 11. So anybody that yeah. knows golf know, knows what we're talking about. But yep. I was able to go over there on a, I think it was a, Wednesday or Tuesday afternoon, yep. midday, and hand somebody a check for $242,000. I mean, where else does that happen? Yeah. I mean, every, but, but I mean, that was just that roping. Yep. The next day, it happened again. I mean, there, Vegas, big things happen here. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I, so, the, so think about this. If you were here in 98 having all that, you'd probably have a lot more money in your pocket, right? If, I mean, the things that we're doing here. And, and would that have... I mean, just the participation of knowing the growth. Do you like where team roping tie down is going on? I'm not rodeo itself, but like the growth of that event. I mean, team roping has grown exponentially over. I mean, from just what I've seen the last 10 years. Yeah. I don't know anything that could, could rival it. It It's crazy, but, and it's awesome. I mean, I wouldn't change anything in my career. Cause I would have probably made some really bad decisions if they had handed me 242,000 <laughs> yeah, at that age. Yeah, right. But uh, it's an amazing opportunity. So in 98, where, so the first couple of years, we ask all the contestants that have been coming here for the past 35 years, where did you stay? Oh, gosh. I, uh, <laughs> my, my Vegas story is, is pretty crazy because I came out here with Roy Cooper for the first time in 1995. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And to see, we stayed at the Treasure Island, and nice. to see just the Vegas, oh, my gosh, the, the people that were just at the Treasure Island mm-hmm. back then, Bill McBeth, Scott Sabella, Trevor Shear, oh, all of them right now. have nice. been everywhere since yep. then. True. So, I mean, in a way, I feel like I kick-started their career. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you but, I mean, salary. it's amazing the people that we've got to meet. I mean, those guys have been president of LVE, yeah. president of Bellagio, president of MGM. I mean, you, you name it, those sure. guys have done it. and. Yeah. It was just awesome to be able to be with like Roy back then. Oh my to, gosh! Mm. Just to meet some of the people that would be so influential 
in Vegas. Right. Oh. Well, and it's funny you bring those guys up because as I've learned, those guys care so much about this Vegas rodeo relationship that, I mean, a lot of people don't know that, you know, they see all this stuff, they go to rodeo Vegas, they go to yeah. Gillies at TI, they go to MGM, go buckle zone. They don't realize behind the scenes. I mean, and none of us claiming to be cowboys, but man, we care about your guys. This life. doesn't, you can't expect, I don't care how good it's been for how long it's been that good. It doesn't just happen. And, uh, like say I get, I come out here at the MGM. I stay busy. You know, I've stayed, I guess, been at the MGM for almost, I would say, the last eight years. Yep. And so I know every nook and cranny over there. And it's not just because it's got the best after party at the Gold Buckle Zone or just because the right. I, lo- I love the food there. But it's it's where I like to be. I can't, I can't wait to get out here. This is NFR Extra. And our guest today, Trevor Brazil. In Las Vegas, December can only mean one thing. The Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. The NFR is the culmination for the top contestants in the world seeking to share the $10 million purse and the coveted gold buckle. For fans, Las Vegas transforms into the greatest Western party in the world with the NFR experience, which features Cowboy Christmas, the Junior World Finals, nonstop entertainment, custom viewing parties, and so much more. Follow all the action at nfrexperience.com. Great moments, great champions, great memories. There's only one NFR. There is only one Vegas. I'm Jake Finlay, joining you on NFR Extra. NFR Extra with the GOAT, Trevor Brazil. Here's the, I'm bringing this up because there's a lot going on with this youth circuit world, right? You know, we got our junior world finals here. You got the junior far just announced. You have the Junior American. Clearly, this wasn't happening when you were a young guy growing up. But are you looking at maybe down the road getting involved? I mean, I know Tough is. Roy has helped. Uh, Joe Beaver talked about it. You know, the importance of, of the youth to the overall sport in anything. And, we, and I see this in my son plays club soccer. I see all of that and how that happens. Where do you see – Where how, how would – this stuff helps out so much, but where does it fit with what you may be doing down the road? I mean, is this something that – you may be kind of looking to get involved or helping you get kids and, and they're getting involved. And the reason why the other reason I say this is you're going back to roping and, and how important it is. I see it here at Cowboy Christmas, just in a very, very small, uh, camera lens. And, mm-hmm. and you see kids running around here with roping and just, they're, they're walking through the halls with their parents and they're just trying to rope things. Yeah. They now have a place to go to, which, I mean, I know do the nineties and little britches and things like that. We sure. about, but today there's a serious emphasis going on. I mean, how do you feel about that? And then where's this is going? This is why, Another reason why I don't feel qualified to do these things because I was just talking about how much team roping's grown and yeah. how I didn't think anything could parallel that. But yep. you got the women's breakaway yep. that has just leaps and bounds. Women's ro- roping in general is is up as much as anything. But this junior stuff, that it's everywhere. And not only – it just – helps parlay the trip to Vegas because it was just one thing in Vegas. And now when they get there, if it doesn't go just right, they've got, they've got that backup plan. So there's so many people feeding in to the junior ranks or junior divisions right now that, I mean, there's no telling like that rookie class when it comes, comes full circle. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know that they need another Trevor Brazil junior rodeo, but I sure want to find my place. Yeah. you know, to help the next generations coming up. But yeah, when you, when you say that, um, 
with these junior things and everything. Back when you started, even in 98, when we high school rodeoed mm-hmm. and sure. stuff, that didn't pay. Now, oh, no. You know, it cost every, it was a money funnel. And yeah, now these Robbie, kids. I was going right there. Good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it used to be a money funnel to take, you know, you had to have another job just to go high school rodeo and everything. Sure. A lot of people didn't go to college because it didn't pay like, like now. I mean, there's kids here with 16. Joe was talking about one the other day, one 16,000 here. Yeah. But what about? It, it is. It's unbelievable, but it still costs a lot of money to do what we oh, love to do. Yes. So and that down. there's a reason why every time you give one of these young guys or girls the microphone, they're thinking their mom and dad. Because in our industry, we're still raising them that way. And I'm proud of that because yeah. they have to go out and do enough stuff on their own mm-hmm. that they know it doesn't happen, you know, easy. And to see the sacrifices that their moms and dads make. That's why that bond is so strong in our industry because it's one of those things that you can't do by yourself. It takes a village, and I wouldn't change that part of it. That's the second person. Joe broke that that down. So Beaver was on, and he was talking about, well, hey, number one, I think said 247,000 earlier. So he, we, what did we map it out to for if you're doing youth rodeo? 250,000, I think it was. To yeah, get going. To, just to haul, you yeah. know, have horses and a, and a rig. and Just, you know, a quarter, quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. No problem, right? Yeah, yeah to, to, to Trevor's point, the parents are involved. So that was the other thing Joe, that Joe talked about was this whole concept of the business side of you guys. And there's a business side of, you know, we're talking about $250,000 to get someone. There's business, right? Mm-hmm. There's trailers, there's your horses, taking care of them, all that stuff. Along the way, how did you keep it going? I mean, who helped you in all these gold buckles? Who helped you along the way to kind of map out your world? Was it you? I mean, do you have a lot of help around you? I mean, just like I said, we always have a lot of help around me. But, like, I tell you, the the business, biggest thing that made me look at it like a business is, you know, my junior rodeo rig was a $2,500 truck mm. that overheated most every rodeo I went to <laughs> with a $600 two-horse side-by-side trailer. Mm. And, you know, those kind of beginnings make you, number one, manage stuff a lot better, yep. set goals, where you want to be. There's always there's always a next level. And, you know, I think as long as you keep your kids and, and even guys in rodeo, as long as, as long as you keep setting that next bar, setting the next bar, and never being comfortable where, where you're at, I think uh, that's the biggest help you can give anybody is to keep that hunger and that's that's the biggest trick to once once you get successful yeah. they say the greatest threat to future success is current success and figuring out how to stay hungry after you've just eaten that's that's the part <laughs> like that's it. the part yeah, you got to that get to. That's, that's, that's well speaking of that so being consistent as you were the other part that we understand it takes a toll on your body you're jumping up horse flying and you do that a lot throughout the entire year knees body Clearly, you were did something to keep your body healthy. What did you do? And we'll back into like a daily situation, but what did you do over your career to keep you healthy? Well, I partnered about 10 to 12 years ago with a group called Platinum Performance. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was about horses. But I've learned more about human science through equine science and the parallels that I can't even go into. But learning how many things preventative stuff that they've instead of treating problems right. finally rear their ugly heads further in your career yep they're treating these horses with supplements and the right diet you know that's mm-hmm. it was a whole different approach you know that preventative approach 
as has helped enlighten me a little bit, although I haven't stayed with it the way I should. But yeah. just just the knowledge, you know, you have to right have to stay stay a little truer to it because I've had the cortisone injections. I've had I've had the standard athlete fixes, yeah. and they don't they don't last long. And there's no future in it. Right. So, yeah. plus you didn't bulldog or ride bareback courses either. So that helps. I did bulldog, just not well. <laughs> That's usually how you get the knees. <laughs> yeah, I got. I can't imagine him not doing much well. But, oh yeah, exactly. Thank it's, goodness you don't. You don't clown. What yes. did you next? do? You should do that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What What did you do in between? So, all the runs you did. What? It's kind of fun hearing what each athlete does here when you're in in Vegas. So there's been a couple of concepts, right? You, whatever you've been doing all year long, you keep doing it, right? What What did you do in your daily in between? There's other people like, man, I was drinking at night. I was doing this. but So I kept doing that too when I got into Vegas. Yeah. What did you do consistently coming in and that you had to do in between the days of the 10 days to bring them those gold buckles? That's probably the best question I think you've asked. <laughs> That'll probably be the difference <laughs> because my appearances start at 10 a.m. because mm-hmm. – my sponsors were a huge part of my whole story. And so this is a time where you pay the piper. This mm-hmm. is a time where the people that supported Ariat, they bring me in there to shake their hand, yep. you know, and all those sponsors. Right. So we've got 10 to 11, 11 to 12. I always set two to three. Nothing. Nice. Nothing Cowboy but two to that. three. Nope. Oh. Practice. Oh, wow. Really? No matter what. Wow. Two to three. I don't care if I just roped the dummy. I don't care if I rode my horse or if I went full contact or if I just tied that. But talk about doing what you always do. I've been a big practice guy, and I wasn't going to yeah. deviate from that out here. Well, Take see what note, I did wrong, somebody man. out there. Because yeah. we talked about cowboy now. I'm like, man, that throw me behind going into competition that night. I like that. Yeah. That's nice. Do you um, out here, what do you do? Just bring your dummy, or do you just go somewhere? Or did you go out horseman's or where? No, um Matt and Malcolm, mm-hmm. I became great friends with Matt and Danny mm-hmm. and kept horses there even when I was traveling through Vegas. But they always were so, so awesome and letting me, letting me stay. Uh, bring, I would bring cattle. I would bring horses. I would bring wow. that village that I talk about. Yeah. You know, awesome. and, and we would just set up, set up shop there. My answer to the secret to success is there's no secrets. You know, that's the, that's the, one thing that everybody always asks in any in any field and I think as soon as you figure out that there are no secrets and the sooner you get to work the sooner you'll get to your reaching your goals. That guy there that's the most talented guy in the world with rope it doesn't matter if it's heading, healing, steer rope and calf rope. And... Now he's the husband with three kids and 6.1 million dollars in earnings. This is his 50th Qualification for the national final. 5-0 for Trevor Brazil. Well, you know, we got about 100 rodeos. You know, it doesn't, I'm going to prepare the same at this NFR as I have in the NFR's past. 
planning on everything health-wise. I feel good. I don't see any reason for this not to be a great NFR, but that's what's so crazy about those 10 days. You know, I started off bad, I started off good. It's just about really being able to, to do your job every night and not worry about what happened the night before because it is, it's really hard when you don't start off good and you just kind of get that ball rolling the wrong direction to turn it around, but it's just part of, part of the job. You got to get it done that week because it's, it's so huge. It dwarfs the regular season so much, those 10 days. So just like you have a good winter in the regular season, you have a good start, it's how you finish and you got to be there on that last, that 10th round when they hand out all the money. You're listening to NFR Extra with our guest, 31-time NFR qualifier, Trevor Brazil. We'll finish our conversation after we return from the break. Looking for tickets to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo? StubHub is the official secondary and fan-to-fan site of the rodeo. Fans can buy and sell their tickets through a safe and secure online marketplace. Visit nfrexperience.com. This is National Finals Rodeo announcer Roger Mooney from LJ, Georgia, saying I'm all ready for NFR Extra. Trevor Brazil is here on NFR Extra. So we had tough on uh, May. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that kind of light bulb went on of us, and you all being family, and, and this is, you know, I've been doing the rodeo since, well, 99, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of watching you come up. But one of the things I am always prepared for just being on the production side is Thanksgiving's kind of out the door. I mean, it's there, but uh, the next week is NFR. But you guys have, there's a lot of gold buckles at your Thanksgiving. Well, for sure. So Tuff alluded to some things, but I, I want to see your take on this. He he said it gets a little competitive during Thanksgiving time as you guys head into NFR. I mean, was there, is there things that you partake in? Out in the ranch or flag football? Oh yeah, well, well we kind of keep try to keep the flag football at bay. Well, went, <laughs> since it's so close to yeah, NFR, we don't need an yeah. ACL. especially at, at my age, you know, you can get a hammy anytime. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, but you can coach at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you earn that, okay. But I mean, quarterback for both teams. I don't know how many times. I mean, the girls do all the work. I mean. That's that's a standard theme in most of our careers, anyway. <laughs> yes, yep. it but is. shout out, it's really important to her to have have the family there and so no as much as some of the guys want to go to the cowboy game or something we all stay right there and i'm thankful to the women of everybody's family that keep that together because absolutely that doesn't happen without work either and so me and tough cliff clint whoever it is what may be practicing up until it's Mm -hmm. time to wash your hands and then we're straight up to the house and take the rest of the day off and be with family. That's normal to you, but fans out there hearing that, like, wait a sec, you, all these guys are getting together on Thanksgiving. I'm just thinking this from the fan side of just knowing that that all comes together. Oh, yeah. You know, and, well, I mean, we all live within – We can. I can throw a rock. You, ro- you probably couldn't throw a rock that far. No, I probably can't. <laughs> I don't have either shoulder left, thank you. <laughs> no, I rode right back no, horses. No, but, I, I mean, we're all on the same 80 acres. Oh, wow. wow. You know, so – it's gold it's, Buckleville. Yeah, it is. You got Roy's is a little more elevated, so that's Rawhide Hill, and I'm down down low. Are you? I yeah. got you. That's Decatur. Yes, sir. Okay. But do you guys have like so? For instance, last year, 
you guys, you and Tuff were going right neck to neck. I mean, was there, do you guys talk about that or is that kind of just put it off to the side and just know that it's there? And we'll, we don't talk it. really about the competition. Yeah. But I see what he's working on. He sees what I'm working on. And there's, he could go up. We've got two indoor arenas. We could choose to practice separate, but, you know, it's a high tide raises all ships. Yeah. Absolutely. So if we're sitting there, I'm seeing him get better and I get better because of it and vice versa. Yep. No matter, I mean, rodeo's rodeo. Any given day, either if the talent's there, it could go either way. Mm. But if we're elevating ourselves to another level, we assure that it comes back to Decatur, Texas. Oh, wow. But you elevate rodeo in the process. True. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you're not, that's not what you're trying to do, but that's what happens. Right, I, I can see two guys going at it. That'd be <laughs> awesome just to sit and... Yeah, and well, I, the reason I bring that up is I, I always like the champion mentality, right? You got guys like Kobe Bryant here, Michael Jordan, hard as heck on their teammates. But not to be hard on them, but to be hard on them to, to yeah. get them to that bar. Do you guys do that? I mean, is there like this kind of, you're hard on tough to make sure he's getting to that point, the what you see where Well, it's not? hard because we have completely different styles. Mm. That's crazy because we practice together. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll have some similarities but i've watched him grow up from when he was seven years old yeah so i've seen the way he's made each each thing his own and i've seen what works for him that may not have worked for other people because he's a freak athlete Mm -hmm. and so i try not to force anything that i the way i've done it you know just because that's the way i've done it because physically we're not the same and we just do stuff a little different, and we're able to know each other's style enough to say, I know this is what you normally do. Yeah. I feel, why do you feel like it's going this way right now? You know, just yeah. not not to try to say that we do everything the same because we don't. Yeah. Right. And up on Rawhide Hill set Caesar watching yes. all of this. Oh, yeah. Does he on his porch <laughs> yeah. in his rocket chair watching all of this go down as over You only kingdom. get to buy about 10 or 15 minutes from Super Looper, so you better have the calves loaded. Horses warmed up <laughs> Coffee. and call him right then. He doesn't yeah. want to watch any any of the uh, extracurricular stuff. He wants to just see the action happening. Fly by. But yeah. do you, okay, so knowing that you're watching from the stands this year, are you helping Tough out? Like, so when he rides last night, I mean, do you do you guys talk about that stuff? Do you do? You, does yeah, we he... have to, we we do talk. Um, I try to like say stay out of the way unless he needs yeah. me yeah. all the time. That's that's kind of just my way of. Because sometimes too much information is yeah. is a problem. Yep. And especially here, confidence is key. Mm. And whether you have something that could be something that they need to hear, sometimes it's not what they need to hear in the middle of a mm. ten go around competition. Because I, I'm real careful. If it's something that can't be tweaked before they get to the arena, it doesn't get brought up because confidence is as more important than anything out here. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I just try to keep that up for the guys that I'm with. That's a good, it's like a bad yeah. girlfriend. You don't tell them till after the fact. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, I was going to tell you about oh so and so. You know, but it makes sense. And this is what mm-hmm. I, you know, they kind of read a lot about champion mentality. But there's so much thought going on up there that yeah, you don't want to disrupt it, right? You no. want to like where it's at and keep it. You can't get the play back. Mm-mm. So, so hey, I the thing I've also noticed about you is your family. You know, when you win, everybody's with you. Kids, wife. And how special has it been growing up in this to where now you're a dad and the way you've ended it and 
How's that felt like just some of these guys are single. They're loving Vegas. Sure. You see Vegas from a different angle, but how has the whole family thing been for you to kind of just bring them along? I mean, they, they see everything. They, they watch what you do and that's how they grow My up. My son's right? birthday is December 1st. Oh, wow. So he's had 10 of his 12 birthdays in Las Vegas. Mm. So when that's I check. That's a big Chuck E. Cheese. Isn't yeah. it? Holy when cow. I check in at the MGM, <laughs> yeah, they're like, where's Tristan style? And I mean, they may call him by name. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's just how my family has, has been out here. They're, they're just a part of everything I do. And, uh, it's, it's been awesome seeing them grow up here, but now it's at that age, you know, I, I'm so thankful for that timing and I was able to recognize it because this year, you know, with the opportunity to come to Vegas, they want to stay and they want to do their things. He's, Tristan's doing great in school, and I even tried to get him out of school a day early to go to the steer open finals with me. He said, Dad, you can't tell me to make good grades and then not let me go to school. Raising them right. And so I was like, touche, you got me. (laughs) But uh, you better make those grades. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to help me. Well, hey, I know you got you got a lot. I I know you're still busy here at the NFR, and, you know, we don't want to take up too much time, but this is a beautiful stuff. I mean, thank you for coming on. All we're doing is just trying to share more stories. We would have went deeper with you, Trevor, but you know sometimes, you know, we got other full schedules. We'd have you over here on the couch. And yeah, yeah. I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to break me like that and have me teared up going to my next <laughs> autograph signing. We've had that twice. Yeah, it's happened week. a yeah. couple times in here. Real I'm, quick, how how is it being home? I mean, because you know you're now. Um, Shadow's not a, a single mom now. Is it is it different being home every day yeah. instead of you know rolling down there to Dallas well, to get on a plane? And, my first my first job is that. Uh, taking the kids to school and I love that that's I really do great. that's that's the one thing like she's like I'm gonna take the kids to school no you're not that's when I talk to them <laughs> and great. Uh, but we split a lot of the stuff that she did when I was gone that's awesome and it still kicks my butt so I mean like wow. hats off to moms everywhere that's why moms are moms it. and yeah. dads aren't moms yeah. right there yeah, yeah. And, the, and the craziest <laughs> thing about moms mm-hmm. I don't care how big and tough the dad looks when you ki- Hold a baby for a minute. You're oh, like, man, man, my back. And yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's got two yeah, while cooking and yeah, yeah. entering rodeos. They, and, yeah. they may not have big biceps, but there's no stronger no animal on the planet. Agree. Yeah. Well, I, on that note, man, that's uh, let's end with moms. <laughs> yes, thank you, moms out there <laughs> for yeah, sure. This would have been a good Mother's Day special, uh, absolutely. Right but uh, anyways, thanks for coming on, Trevor. I mean, like, we'll look thank forward y'all. to bringing you back on. We'll talk some more shop. You know, after you kind of evolve your career more than whatever happens at the end of uh, 2020 you know and we'll just see how that all boils yeah. down and get you back now we don't have to slap five or wave every time you ride by or call in your rope now we can exactly. actually sit and visit exactly. a little bit because 26 just doesn't sound right i'm i'm, I'm done for sure now <laughs> okay all right well we'll just kind of just yeah. pay attention and let you do what you do and yeah, in case you accidentally win another yeah. one there. <laughs> but thank you for coming on the show this yeah, was thanks for having me guys yeah you absolutely bet. trevor quite a champion right oh there. man Many thanks to Trevor Brazil for hanging out with us on NFR Extra. Want to experience more of NFR? Then visit nfrexperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a big five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. NFR Extra. All dirt. All rodeo. All year. Gotta make it out the back. Big boys run with the rope.
rappers and the racers and the bulls and the browns And the ladies in the skin-tight wrangers and the cowboy hats